You're listening to the Awkward High Five Podcast. You can follow along in your book. You'll know it's time to turn the page when you hear the chimes ring like this. Hey, how's that essay? Yeah, right. Uh, well, not so good. You know, I, I don't really know what's going on, but I'm seeing things. I think it might be because of these drugs the Army put me on. But if you could uh, just get me well enough to get back to base. Right. <laughs> Kick ass. Well, don't want to sound like a dick or nothing, but uh, it says on your chart that you're fucked up. Uh, you talk like a fag, and your shit's all retarded. What I do is just like, like you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, I, I'm serious here. <laughs> Don't worry, Skrull. Now there are plenty of tards out there living really kick-ass lives. My first wife was tarded. She's a pilot now. I have no clue what that was. You don't know? Not a clue. Really? I was thinking PCU. Was it PCU? PCU? No. Yeah. What was it? Wow, that's a good fucking movie to use, though. I can't believe we haven't used PCU yet. We were talking about that the other day where he's like, wake up, wake up! (laughs) No, no, go to sleep! Go to sleep! Go to sleep! (laughs) Fucking, um... Oh, and we didn't use Dead Man on Campus either. I was thinking of Dead Man on Campus, but what line... What line do you use from it? Ve- vehicular manslaughter, whatever the fuck that means. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Or I can't mix the kind with the swag. I gotta clean my bong. I know, but the thing is, is that these, these, uh, these, these, like, lines, they have to, like, they, they have to hit a mark. No, they just have to hit a mark so that the song could start. And some of the, like, there's been a bunch of, like, things that we've said our whole life for movies. I'm like, oh, that's gonna be a good one. And I go back and it's either not wordy enough, it's more visual, or, yeah. like, it doesn't end with, like, a, a solid joke. Yeah, or, you know and what you I mean? gotta play it too long to get to that ending. Uh, welcome to the Awkward Hi-Fi Podcast. My name is Devin. And Rich. And um, you didn't know what movie that is, huh? No, not a clue. Really? Not even the littlest clue. If you haven't seen that movie, you have to watch it. It's, I, it's, I watch this movie once, at least once a year, and it's the only movie, and I know this is even cliche to kind of even say this, but it's the only film out there that that was made, uh, this thing was probably made 10 years ago, maybe even 15 uh, years ago, and as time goes on, it, it becomes truer and truer. It's almost like a document. It was almost like a, a future predicting movie. <laughs> oh, uh, Idiocracy yeah, or whatever? Yeah, Idiocracy, oh, okay. Judge. Yeah. Okay. And that's the best part. I mean, I don't remember that part, but by you describing it like Yeah, that, it's that Justin Long as the doctor, and your shit's all fucked. Oh, okay. Anyway, whatever. I fucking love that movie. But seriously, and, and I, I know people, like, there's memes out there that say it, and people talk about it, but there is legitimately some shit in that film that's coming true that's like coming true <laughs> and and like mike judge might be a fucking nostradamus like i i don't know but he really hit some shit on the fucking head you know like canned air or yeah well or like the uh like this hasn't come true yet but but it's it's not far-fetched is uh like one of the big gags in the film is that they use gatorade to water the crops yeah, instead yeah, of water electrolytes. yeah because right? yeah, yeah. it has electrolytes and shit like that i mean they're poisoning w- the fucking water in michigan it's it, like the shit is happening wait what so what are they doing with electrolytes no no not, not, not using electrolytes but it's the lead and shit and everything but i'm just saying like like it's just it really is a statement of of the way that our country works yeah well anyway Makes i'm sense. 
I'm happy that you're here. Um, mm-hmm. It's I, been a long road. <laughs> okay, so let me <laughs> let me let me tell everybody what's what has happened this week. This is a wrong week for you to do this because I've been having this like <laughs> this fucking like existential breakdown this week. <laughs> I swear to God, this I I don't. I've been so good for the last year of my life has been so fucking good. It might have been the best year of my life. I've gotten control of all my crazy shit. We'll go into that in a little bit. But this la- I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because. Uh, I'm actually. What was today? Today's the 16th. Yeah, yeah. So at so midnight, you're about to turn 36. I'm about to turn 36. I'm at the cusp, but age doesn't really. Anyway, I'll get. I'll talk about my existential bullshit. All right. Yeah, because I'm curious about that. But uh, but you disappeared on me for a yeah. whole week. It has a lot to do with my age too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's the fucking thing. Um, I and and fourth wall be damned. Did I, a whole week? I disappeared. Yes. It didn't seem. It seemed like a couple of days. And so for anybody who who follows the show on a regular basis and is and and, and is uh, it likes us on social media, <laughs> you, you might have saw. You might have seen a. Uh, well, uh, first off, I got a bunch of emails. Where's the show? You know, really? Yeah. Fucking because Friday's We've taken days off before. Fr- yeah, but we always explain them. Friday, Friday. People knew that I was going to that wedding. Uh, well, here's the deal. I put up on on Facebook and Twitter and and all those things that uh, we had scheduling conflicts, which is if you know us at all is is pretty funny because what fuck schedules do we have? You know what I mean? Like, there's no scheduling. <laughs> true, true. We could do the show any second of the day at any time. It doesn't <laughs> matter. Um, and, and but but that was a complete lie. The, it, what had happened was. Was you uh, had a wedding on Friday, and we knew that, uh-huh. and you, we had discussed this t- yeah. last Tuesday night, a week from today. We did the show, uh, and I drove you home afterwards back to your apartment. Really? And yes. How do you not remember this? I, we must have been drinking. No, we weren't drinking. Or smoking? No, we weren't smoking. We smoked. No, we weren't. Anyway, we smoked. And uh, and I drove you home. We actually had like a good discussion about how happy we are with with where the podcast is, how many people are listening to it, how many how much responses we're getting. Like we had like a professional kind of like like talk about the fucking show as I'm driving you back to your apartment. And then you said to me, um, I obviously can't do the show on Friday because I'm going to this wedding. Do you want to make it up on Thursday? We'll record it on Thursday and we'll just release it on Friday. Oh, yeah. This is it. And I said, yes. That's that's what I want to do. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so you know whatever went on for the next Thursday around noon or so. I start texting you. Hey, what time are you gonna are you gonna come to the studio tonight to do the show? You don't respond. I hit you up now. I I know the, the, I'm either gonna get you on on uh, on your cell phone or on Facebook. So I text you a few times and you don't respond. Then I hit you up on Facebook and you don't respond. So so I'm pissed. I'm like, what the fuck? So were you getting my texts or no? You weren't texting me. Yeah, I was, but I, I was out of minutes, and I didn't know that. I thought I had another day before my phone got shut off. When were you trying to text me? On Thursday? On Thursday, yeah. And that was the day my phone shut off. I thought I had until the 12th, but I guess, thir- what was Thursday, the 11th? That would make sense if it was Thursday was the 11th. Okay, but what were you trying to, to text me about? Because now you're saying that you didn't know that we were going to do the show on Thursday. No, I, I probably remembered. <laughs> You know, well, well, I didn't. I don't think I forgot. Or Thursday or what, Saturday or something. So you just—I knew I had the wedding on Friday, right? You know, I knew that we weren't going to bag the weekend show, right? You know, so I knew we had to do it. Okay, but because we were texting about because my phone must have—I must have ran out of minutes halfway through the day because we were texting something about some kind of idea. We were texting about the Jake the Snake thing that day, and then I think I, that's the day that I ran out of minutes. Um, I, I'm then, looking at the text right now. Yeah, what day was that? What day were we talking, Jake the Snake and Brother Love? Uh, that was the tenth. Um, so the next day, I think my phone died. 
because no one was getting my text or okay or something. I could, well, the eleventh would be Thursday, um, and and then and then I text you. I text you on the uh, uh, actually it wasn't in the afternoon. I'm sorry. It was. I mean, it wasn't in the morning. It was in the afternoon. I text you around six o'clock. I said, "What time are you coming?" Uh, no text back. And I text you at eight o'clock. I said, "Are we doing this?" And you didn't text me back. Then I'm pretty sure that I hit you up on Facebook a couple times. You didn't hit me back. And then the next morning, I text you with, thanks for dissing last night. When are we going to make up this episode now? Yeah, no response. any any of those texts. And then uh, later on that day, I text you with, yo, a bunch of O's to show you how serious (laughs) I am. And also to remind you that I'm from New Jersey. Why the disappearing act? I know you're alive because you posted shit to the A High Five Facebook page when we should have been doing the show. When are we going to do this app? Which that is the mystery that I want to get across here. That had to be Thursday. It was Thursday is when you post. I I, right. I was hitting you up on Facebook where you we're supposed to do a show tonight, and then a- around eleven o'clock at night I see this meme like this like like this fucking middle aged house mom meme of like the thing is something about like the things I think in my head and the things that I say or something. It was like something. Oh, it was. Uh, it was. I reached an age in my life where I I decide. Well, the things I say hurt me. Then I'm like, nah, fuck it. Or some shit. Yeah. Okay. Fine. But then you fucking. It was almost that like, was that was it. That was the show for the night. But that was insult <laughs> to injury because I'm sitting there, you know. And of course, I, when when uh, when you when you disappear, I get worried, you know, because because of the situation you're in. So then I text you all day Friday, nothing. I Facebook you Friday, uh, and then and then I see pictures from the fucking wedding go up. And then, uh, and then, I, and it's like you're turning me into a stalker because, <laughs> because I just want to know number one that my friends are right. Yeah, but, but I didn't put those pictures. But on. number two that I still have a fucking podcast. But I'm also I'm messaging you on Facebook and you're responding to pictures and shit. And I'm, I'm like, what are we getting to the point, Richard? That today I did not think you were showing up for the show. I had a whole episode planned that I was going to do by myself. Let's do it. I, let's do it. No, it was it was going to be about you not being around because. Uh- <laughs> So. Be, be, well, it's not so. <laughs> this is what this is what drives me crazy about you is you disappear and then you come back and you act like everything's okay. When have I ever disappeared? You used to do it with the bands all the time. I know you don't want to hear that. But Thirteen years ago, I, I have a group of five people that that I could attest to that. 13 years ago. But it doesn't matter. This is, no, this, number one, not 13 years ago, but number two, this is the first business-like thing that we've done with each other since then, Mm -hmm. and you're doing it again. It was one messed up weekend. But a lot of shit went down. But you have to fucking hit me up and say, and I don't want to. You're making me into like the mom here, and I don't want to be that. <laughs> yeah, well, my phone is dead. I don't have a phone. But you have a responsibility, <laughs> like oh, the only responsibility you have. I in your was life. just gonna walk here from Crystal's, but it was snowing, and I didn't want to walk in the snow. But you could have fucking hit me up on Facebook. You could have fucking sent smoke signals. You could have well, fucking sent a fucking carrier I went, pigeon. I went digging into my closet and I found an old phone that if I. It was if I was in a hot spot because I don't have any minutes on it or whatever. I can get the internet. So as soon as I found the internet, I did hit you up on Facebook and I said I'm coming, and I'm here. That was today. Yeah, an hour ago. Yeah, yeah, but that's not good enough. We we have what, what else can I do? You, I can't go buy a phone. No, it's not about the fucking phone. It's about your responsibility <laughs> yes. to show up for this show. I know, but what if I just showed up and you weren't here? That's not the point. The point is there's a bi- we live in 2016. You could communicate um, pretty much telepathically is the only way that you can't communicate. <laughs> you understand that? Yeah. So why so how can you go 6 days without hitting me up and saying, "Hey man, sorry I missed the Thursday show. I got some of your texts. I saw your Facebook messages. I'll be there." Nothing. Nothing until an hour ago. Well, this was the only this was the next day. 
<laughs> Look, I'm just, I've been trying to be as non-biased on the show as possible. I'm just going to go and say I don't believe you. I'm okay. sorry. I know I know you don't care, but I mean, if you care, I consider you a friend, but I also in in this I consider you a business partner, and and you definitely didn't take care of your side of the business on that shit. So what? Am I fucking now? You're up? chewing ice. <laughs> Is that like? Why is that wrong? Is that like a fucking? Because it sounds like shit on the mic. I'm thirsty. You're acting. You're acting like a fucking teenager who's being scolded, and now you're trying to fucking like act. You're trying to act back. I'm not acting back. I ran out of water, and I'm thirsty. Or like that was the equivalent of you chewing on gum. Like, oh yeah. If I had gum, I would chew the shit out of it. I don't have gum. Okay, look. Fucking just admit the fact that you dissed out for a week. I did. I'm not denying the fact. But what? But you can't do that. You see what I'm saying? I know. So what? Everyone was, can. Everyone's allowed a mulligan. What was with Thursday? I couldn't even tell you. So you just you decided I'm just not going to do the show tonight. No, I, 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 the truth, I don't can't recall Thursday in a whole. <laughs> so you were fucked up all day. I was fucked up. Yeah. yeah. And I saw and look and and uh, and I saw those pictures from the wedding and you look like shit. Dude. Yeah, yeah, I was wrecked. W- w- what the fuck? Well, I was drinking like scotch and shit. Oh, it was just alcohol. You well, were just drunk. I mean, I got high before I left. Nothing crazy because I, you know, I was with the parents and shit. But it was just to keep me on an on an even keel. <laughs> but it's not like I did anything. I wasn't like nodding out or whatever. I just what got me was the scotch. Okay, uh, because you got you have to understand that that and that's another thing is last Tuesday when you were here. You were all happy about your progress, yeah. And you're like, even like, I don't want to go too far into. Sh- I'm still happy about my progress. Okay, but but the thing is, it, what happened to me was that Tuesday night we had a good show. I was proud of that show. I drove you home. We're talking business. We're 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 setting up new shit. We're talking about new bits. How we're going to change the show. All this shit. Everything looks fine, mm-hmm. right? And then you just disappear for a week. And you being who? Well, you- that we were getting too hubris. I had to just. <laughs> it's not, I know you think this is funny, but it's not funny. <laughs> well, everything's fine. Everything's good. Well, uh, yeah, until the next time you just disappear for a it, fucking week. No. And it, 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 I love doing this show. I would never just not do it for any reason. There was some something was going on. The fucking phone thing had me so depressed. I even tried to go like steal a fucking uh for minutes for my phone but then i found out you gotta like ring it up in the register so that was bootleg and i i just you know i went to the wedding i was annihilated and the next day was a disaster and i couldn't get out of bed because i I don't drink that much anymore and i was extremely hungover i didn't even have a even if we tried to do the show on saturday it would have been terrible because i lost my voice from boozing well we weren't doing the show on saturday i had had plans on saturday we Uh, were doing the show on thursday which uh, you completely just disappeared for well there there had to be a reason for that I, i I don't know if it was drug related or not, but it it probably wasn't that extreme to where that's what it was. You know, something something came up. I don't know what it was. Okay, well, here's the thing: you're making me into the responsible one. You are the responsible. But one. but but why the fuck should I have to be the responsible one? Sorry, two hours a week is <laughs> all is all I ask from you. It's a lot. But yeah, <laughs> obviously it fucking is. Or at the very least, because again, we could tape the show whenever the fuck we want. Uh, it, it it doesn't matter, and put it up whenever is you just text me or or message me or whatever the fuck you have to do. Get your girlfriend's phone, get your girlfriend's mom's phone, whatever it is, and say, hey, I'm not gonna make it here. Just don't not disappear for a fucking week. You know what I mean? Like you can't not do you can't do it, that. I know, and I don't do it. It was one time. 
Look, here's the thing. I really... It's I, not, it, you're making it sound like it's a recurring thing that I've done and am doing all the time. You know? like. But it is something that I've... I I've been holding it down. Coming always punctual. Uh, uh, oh, so you want praise now because yeah. you could show up someplace two hours a fucking week. That's not easy for some people. Now you're chewing ice again. It tastes like fried chicken. <laughs> you're like a fucking child. You're, what you're, you're, you're like a child. You're working yourself up from your no, like, existential I'm, no, fire. This is what you always do to me. And this is what you used to do to me in the band. <laughs> well, I would Let love me, to know. Because this is what you used to do in the band. Uh, and I'm going to tell you. It, let's hear it. You, you, would, you would fucking do shit like this. Like either disappear <laughs> or show up all fucked up. Like, like or, What are you talking about? I was sober as nails when we played music. All I right, smoked fine. weed. Or whatever. Or, and or, drank or like not, everybody else. Or not be into the practice or whatever it may be. And then when I would talk to you about it, you would make it seem like I'm the fucking maniac. Maybe that's just the, that's my style. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing it on purpose. Can you see how frustrating it is from a business point of view? Probably I'm talking is. solely from a business point of view. It probably is. It probably is. But I, no one's ever said that to me before. I don't know what I'm doing. I wish I knew. I'm not chewing ice to be a spiteful brat. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking about the chewing <laughs> oh, ice. Oh, okay. But, so, well, it also, but it does sound horrible on mic. <laughs> But but what I'm saying, what I'm saying to you is <laughs> I don't ask anything from you. You're fucking you're struggling with heroin. Mm-hmm. Um, you fucking uh, it, 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 but you're my best friend. And, and I think we're doing pretty good. Yeah. And, and so and so we came up with this idea and we're doing it and I love doing it. But like this is like nowhere near anything sort of any sort of job. It's twice a week for an hour. That's all you have to do is show up and be entertaining for twice a week for an hour. <laughs> you weren't you and and the thing is I wasn't feeling entertaining. I don't know. Maybe. And then on the top of that, of course, uh, because because I know you in your situation. Of course, Thursday I'm like sitting there going. First I'm going fuck him. He's a fucking like this fucking why the fuck is he dissing the show? But then I'm like fuck. Is he fucked up someplace? Is he in jail? Is he fucked? dead all the things that you have to think in your situation mm-hmm. then i see your stupid fucking old mom meme which wasn't <laughs> funny by the way and i hated how many likes you got on yeah. it i hate it everybody <laughs> who liked that meme i fucking hate you <laughs> you have no sense of humor but uh and fucking um and and then and I'm like, what the fuck? I thought that I took that as like in your face like yeah I'm not showing up <laughs> oh, I'm, yeah, that's I'm gonna post something to the fucking show and then and then you disappear for a week. Well, for you know what week. I was doing, that and week. I see a picture of you with your eyes slammed shut at a wedding, <laughs> like a fucking maniac. And I'm just like getting more and more mad. Well, you know what I was doing that weekend? I was thinking up ideas for the live program. Oh, great! It, they're good. I have a bunch of them. I'll give you one. Okay, please. When we come out, we're coming out. There's going to be a big flat iron building in the middle of the stage. Wait, you're so you're, coming you're, out you're of the right? right? I'm coming out of the left. You're, you're ruining our opening? Yes. You know, in show business, the two things you never want to give away is your opening and your closer, right? Well, you've played in a band enough to know that that's not... <laughs> like, how do you forget... What are you... Is is this not you? Are you like... Did you I, go into some pod what, and then you came back What out? happens when we get on the air is sometimes I feel like I'm just talking to you and I forget that this is a show. <laughs> then I, I listen to it later on and I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, wh- whatever. Our, our live show, we're we're at like I don't even know where we're at reviews wise. So our live show is going to be in the future. Well, yeah. the live show will be Everyone's great. I'm going to forget about the flat iron. We're going to plan it all, and it's going to be awesome. Um, but did but, we break fifty yet? Uh, we're close to fifty, I think. I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't check every day. Um, I know there's been a, uh, some. What we're talking about for anybody who's new to the show, uh, it, we're if once we get a hundred reviews on iTunes, we're going to throw the one hundred review party, and it's going to be a big extravaganza. 
and we're gonna have a whole bunch of shit going on. So I'm uh, second thinking that fish now. That lady really doesn't want me to do it. Oh yeah, there is yes, there is one smart human being that listens <laughs> to the show who says don't drink the fish. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if she knows that you've eaten raw chicken, you've already swallowed a fish. Uh, she has to. If you you ingest enough shit that would kill the normal human being. So yeah, she's really worried. Okay, and I'm thinking about not doing the fish just for her. Okay, well, whatever. I don't. I, I don't even know. I'm fucking like. What, I give away. I'm like no. I'm, no. Number one, I was telling you to talk into the mic oh. and stop fucking going back. You you're seriously acting like a 16 year old kid right now. <laughs> Like, you're staring at the floor. You're rocking in your fucking chair. I always rock in my chair. I can't help it. Ugh, a nervous tick. You're fucking, you're really turning me into, like, the mom here. Well, you're feeding the fire, my friend. No, I'm not. I'm pissed. I We had a show to fucking do, and we didn't do it. And I'm fucking mad doing about it. doing it right now. Live in the now. <laughs> God, it's so fucking frustrating. So frustrating. You love it. Anyway, I'm ge- I'm going on record just saying I don't believe anything that you're saying to me. Okay. I believe about your phone because it's th- off. That's fucking <laughs> you're degenerate enough that you would that you would fucking not be able to even have your burner phone on, which is fine. <laughs> but another thing that that I didn't I don't want to give that away, but I mean, where I am right now and where are you right where you mostly stay right now? I mean, the proximity is within <laughs> literally with a, like a rock snow. It was the snow. It might you might <laughs> fucking <laughs> Oh my god, you're such a liar. You're such a liar. It's fucking Who nuts. wants to walk through the snow? Uh, Not I. For your one responsibility that you have, just <laughs> one fucking thing. That's all you had to do. I'm not even I'm laughing because it's it's either laughing or strangling you right now. <laughs> well, strangling does not make good radio. No, it might though. <laughs> I'll put some uh, It was the Dukes. It was the Dukes. Oh, <laughs> uh, don't make me laugh. I fucking hate you. <laughs> That's fine. So anyway, um, so I have your word here in front of the audience that that's never going to fucking happen mulligan, again. Mulligan, mulligan. Yeah, okay, fine. I'll give you this mulligan. Okay. But the next time that you have to miss a show or whatever's going on in, in your fucking weird wedding fucked up world or whatever, <laughs> just fucking text me and say I'm not going to make the show. I know, show. but I couldn't text you. Oh, yes, I'll just you come fucking could I'll just come here. Dude. Facebook has a mess. Anyway, this I don't want to keep going with this. We already burned twenty you minutes want to on talk this. Technology. <laughs> that how we're gonna think? I know, and and then that was the other frustrating thing is that you could see on Facebook when people have been on Facebook, <laughs> and I'll message you. I'll message you with some. I don't have my Facebook up. I could even give you those messages that I was reading. Even went further and further in depth to the point in depth and to the point where I was like, "You motherfucker! Like, where the <laughs> fuck are you? You're a childish piece of shit." I was just telling you off, and then I would I would write that, and then I would go on Facebook, and I would seeing a little thing that you were on facebook 32 minutes ago and i'm like what the fuck yeah but how i haven't been on facebook all weekend well if somebody was on facebook i don't know under your account or something i have no idea because it shows you the little dot and it shows you the last time that you're on and it's it, not good yeah i haven't been on facebook since like Thursday Friday. well whatever anyway that's where we're at with it. But yeah, I was going to do the show by myself. And, and I always kind of, in the back of my mind, prepped for that <laughs> during this. Whether That's good. That's responsible. Say you're responsible. Yeah, yeah that's great. Because I, I want to be the fucking responsible one. Well, I was going to call it The Search for RTG. That was going to be the name <laughs> of the show. Named after my favorite Bones Brigade skate movie from the 80s, The Search for Animal <laughs> Chin. And I was going to explain the situation of why you're not here and why I don't where I don't know where the fuck you are and why you haven't gotten in touch with me. Well, that wouldn't be a good explanation if you don't know where I was. Well, I was going to explain the whole thing. <laughs> I was going to tell the whole story. I've I haven't even told the whole story here, but we're going to move on. There is there is none. If I knew what it was, I'd give the story. But really, how do you not know what it is? You're living in your skin. I know. Well, Friday, I know I went to a wedding, and then I woke up Saturday, and then Sunday came, and then that's it. <laughs> 
today's fucking Tuesday. And we're not even talking about Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. We're talking about Thursday, yeah. the day we're supposed to do the well, show. That was the day that was their mass confusion because I was texting you and weren't getting replies because I still thought I had a day left of service. And you were texting me and not getting replies. And we were both probably like, huh? And like, I didn't think it was odd that my phone wasn't ringing because no one fucking called me anyway. Uh-huh. So I just thought. You know, because it doesn't say, like, you don't have minutes or whatever. Although I was getting a text from Dornilla that kept on saying billing error, billing error. And I'm like, why is he texting me billing error <laughs> with three explanation points? <laughs> I'm like, what does that mean? I thought it was like an inside joke that I didn't remember. And then I texted him back, like, what does that mean? And and again, he sends me billing error. So I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. Yeah. It, uh, the billing error thing's fucking, <laughs> that's just great. It's, I'm so glad he just told that. But here, you went on Facebook that night to post your stupid meme. Yeah. Why didn't you just hit me up and be like, sorry, I didn't make the show tonight? Hit you up on what? Oh, on, on Messenger? Facebook Messenger. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because I thought you weren't responding to my texts. I didn't know my phone was off. You know what I mean? Yeah, I but just... so why didn't you go at... Why... <laughs> See, this is... I'm... All right, I'm done. This is what's what? so How frustrating. How that not make sense? Because you knew that we had a show that night. You So you, you were texting me a few times. and Even if you texted me a few times and I didn't get back to you, you were just like, fuck it. You didn't like you had the other means of communication right there that you went on to choose some stupid meme and put up. Yeah, you could have just said, "Hey, what you know? Like, why are we going with the fucking show?" Because when I choose memes and put them up, why would I think that my phone's off? That that's the weird thing about it. But if I'm not texting you back, whenever I text you and you don't text me back, I immediately message you on Facebook because I know that's the other way to get to you. Oh, uh, why wouldn't you do that? I I don't. All right, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, um, you fucked up. I don't believe a word that you're saying. Uh, your shit's all fucked up and you're retarded. And <laughs> and you looked like a fucking zombie in those wedding pictures. And I saw you fucking bitch some dude out even though he was like on the fucking posts. That's what I do. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you, I don't. I sometimes I don't know. I I don't know why I decided to go into this venture with you because <laughs> it's fun as fuck. Everybody, stop listening to this podcast. <laughs> I want I want this to be a failure so that I don't have to go forward with. Are this. you kidding me? No, you're quitting now because of this. Well, that was the theory that I had. I was like, oh, of course, thing is, we're doing something that's actually working, and then Richie's trying to sabotage it. That you was- know what? This ice tastes like jalapeno poppers. <laughs> I swear, chew some ice. No, I swear. Well, my ice has vodka in it anyway. I know because I'm drinking to curb the fucking rage that I have for <laughs> you. Right Wait, now, now I want to hear about this existential turning 36. Well, you know, it has nothing to do with turning 36, really, because like I was thinking about this today, because I don't, I don't, um, I don't like resist getting older, mm-hmm. I, like because th- there's something at some point in my life. And I think I like my my analogy for it is this, if this is even an analogy or example of it is this. And I'm I think I probably even said this before, but um, I enjoy uh, planes, and I'm not afraid of flying on planes. And uh, oh, okay, airplanes, airplanes, uh, yeah, yeah. What what kind of planes do you think? Like, like the like <laughs> smooth, yeah, yeah like, like I, the middle of the America. I thought that was a metaphor for like steady life. Well, <laughs> I'm more of a plateau guy, when it comes uh, to that, but uh, no, but fucking, um, I enjoy uh, airplanes. Oh, I shouldn't say I enjoy them, but I don't mind that I'm not afraid of them right. because when I'm in the airplane and it's in the air, there is a feeling of I don't have any control over what could happen. Yeah. Now, some people that, fe- that makes a lot of sense, actually. Right. Some people that feeling is what freaks them out. For me, 
for some reason, that feeling is is just is a peaceful feeling for me. I know that if that plane starts to go down, there's nothing within my power that I could do that could stop that situation. That's almost the same comfort level you reach when you're institutionalized. Because you know that, like, you can't get into trouble, you don't have any responsibilities, and everything, nothing is in your hands, and that's why people are comfortable staying in jail and shit. Right, and I think we even talked about this, it might even have been last episode, um, uh, about people in the hospital. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And same thing, like, people feel a comfort, a comfort being in the hospital because they just feel like if anything is going to go wrong... It's not there. Right. Shit, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, I, th- that, that airplane thing is the way that I feel about getting older. I, I don't... There's, th- if there's one thing that you cannot stop in this world is time, yeah. right? And so I get that comfort feeling from that. It doesn't bother me. However, uh, every year that I do get older, around, uh, basically around... And I think it started in my 30s around the the month of the week or whatever towards me turning that next year older i do go through this weird thing and i and, and i'm sure people go through it you know and but i think for me what it is now right now in my life is not being where i thought i was going to be at this age yeah. so it's not the age like i i honestly i don't give a shit about i, ne- I didn't care about turning 30 I, i'm not going to care about turning 40 it doesn't matter to me you know like i could look at age in in a different way and it's it doesn't and, and a lot of i spent a lot of my life like looking forward to my older years you know really? yeah yeah i don't i don't i don't glorify youth the way that we're taught to in this country through commercialism and consumerism and all that bullshit where like youth is king and you always have to look good like i don't i don't care about that i i, I, I just feel like i had more fun when i was younger okay sure i like fun yeah no i get that <laughs> But, you know, I think there's something to be said about being the older, wiser, uh, experienced, traveled Well, that's always, that's been your thing. That's been your thing even when we were young. Okay. You know, that, you were like the wise one. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, of course you had your reckless ways about you like any, you know, youth would, you know? Uh Uh-huh. But, you know, I I always, you know, as, as far as our group of friends went and anyone I would come across, I would always consider you the wise one, you know what I mean? Okay. Well, anyway, and I guess to say, what I'm trying to say is like I've also this year um, done a lot of work mentally. It's that's literally what this year has been, you know. And and I'm sure people have listened to every episode of this podcast right now are being like, "Oh no, he's going to start saying the same thing." And I understand because I have said this a lot. But um, but I I basically took a year off. I took a fucking year off. I got out of a bad relationship. I got out of a bad job. I said to myself, "I'm going to give myself one fucking year." to work on myself, something that I've never really done before. I started exercising uh, much, much more. Um, I dropped a whole bunch of weight. I started meditating. Um, I did a whole bunch of other shit for myself. I stayed out of uh, serious relationships. You know what I mean? Like I, I decided that I was going to spend one year single. Um, all, all, this, all this stuff. All the things that hold you back. And, and yeah, <laughs> all the things that fuck with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and uh and and I've been doing great, and I've been proud of my progress and all that shit and and everything. And then just for some reason, this week I've just gotten into the the craziest funk, where I just feel like I'm I feel like I'm right back where I was before I even got out of the shitty relationship and everything. Why? I, I have no idea. It's a weird fucking feeling. And but then you're still working your job, right? Well, I mean, you know what? That's not even going that well. It has nothing to do. It, with well, that. it does. It does have to do with that. It does. I think it does also have to do with the fact that. That in the back of my mind, even though I, I told myself that I was going to give myself a year, and I'm talking literally a year, like I, I left my shitty job 
uh, February 11th of last year. Okay. So it has literally been well, one. Well, maybe that's why. Maybe you set yourself a, a goal and a deadline, and you expected when the year was up to be out. Maybe that's what it you is. Know? Yeah, you're, maybe you're that's what it yet, is. But, I mean, you can't hold yourself to a fucking deadline. Well, I'm not even talking about that because I'm not so I, – I mean, my situation right now can be better. But but I'm not I'm not holding my feet to the fire in that aspect because of the fact that that I know that the groundwork that I'm laying now will give will be better later on. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. I I see I see most people's lives going through a uh, like this. It, I basically see life as like by the time you're you're in your teens, let's say late teens, you pretty much get on this like this roller coaster where you're clicking up the roller coaster and you spend all of your life clicking up this roller coaster of, you know, like uh, you know, the, the college and the career and then the wife and then the kids and then you keep going up and up and up because that's the trajectory that that we we think life should take. And then a lot of times uh that roller coaster comes crashing down, right? So, so basically, what that may be would be uh, loss of a job, or let's just say complete mental breakdown, or divorce, or or something, you know, whatever it may happen, you know. Um, but there's no upswing that lasts forever. Is basically what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, what I've been trying to do is I, I'm trying to treat this as my down point. Like right now, I'm online waiting to go on that roller coaster, even though I'm I'm, I'm a late bloomer. Let's just forget my past life. You see what I'm saying? Mm. And what I'm trying to do is is lay every fucking brick that I can, even though it doesn't work in the analogy. But just like just lay down all the groundwork that I need that once I get on that roller coaster again, that thing's not going to come crashing down. Or if it does, I'm going to be much better mentally equipped to deal with it. You see what I'm saying? It's a good strategy. But, you know, I mean, if things don't exactly work 100 percent according to plan. Or if there are hiccups along the way, you can't. No, right. Kill yourself over it. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. And I get that, and that—that's what all this is about. You know, like, like I, I, I mentally, I, I was in, and was in a worse place because I was just kind of like, I was kind of just going. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I just was doing what I thought I should do. Like, I was working a job that I didn't like, but it paid okay. You know, and I was living, and it was, it had it put me in a decent place, an area that I like to live in. You know, and I was with a girl who we weren't really compatible with, but. You know, she was nice enough and she was attractive enough and we got along well enough that it was like, okay, you see what I'm saying? And I was just taking those things, but I was never working on myself. I never, you know, and as a matter of fact, I think that I had gone backwards because at least when we were playing music and being creative, that was some sort of outlet and, and meditative thing. And, yeah, you know, that's what it was for me. Right. And then we stopped that shit. That's when everything crumbled. Right, right. And I, and, and I gave and, and giving that up and giving that up so that I could have this this life that we're supposed to have that gets crammed down her throat. Yeah. I, I, I did not know, but I was deteriorating. You see what I'm saying? Mm. Anyway, I just spent this whole last year getting rid of that and which I did and I feel great and it's, and, and it's fucking awesome. But like I, this little caveat that I've had this week is, is, is been nuts. And I, I think that, and I know this is going to sound really crazy, but and I and I've I've never been to a psychiatrist or a psychologist and I probably should have I probably should I've been watching The Sopranos which I told you and every time they do the Doctor Melfi things I'm like I think I could get even though that's a TV show and I'm sure it's nothing like whatever I know but um I think like when you disappeared this week I was I was mad I was pissed off from a business point of view because I was like he's dissing the show but then also I was kind of hurt by it 
And 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 I was playing you out to be like like just in my mind in my, in my crazy mind during this weirdness. I was playing you out to be like at home with your feet kicked up, like fucking talking <laughs> to your girlfriend, like fuck Devin, he's a piece of shit, right? I know that's not what happened, but I I think that's crazy. I, I know. And this is this is the I'm, I'm admitting to my mental breakdown this week, and um, I don't know. I'm not. I I I can't clinically, uh, you know, fucking diagnose myself, but I think I might have abandonment issues. Now here's the thing: what? abandonment abandonment issues. Right? Yeah, but you were never abandoned. This is what I'm saying. I've, I've. You want to be abandoned? No, I don't know. But I, I started thinking back on my relationship, and when that fell apart, and uh, and and the the worst night of the relationship was when when I didn't know where she was, and it ended up that she had cheated on me, and she was in Manhattan, and everything. And I replay that from time to time. That's been part of my mental uh, thing, you know, that I've been trying to to get over. So I have to relive that. Uh, in order to 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 move forward, you know, you see what I'm saying. I don't dwell on that. I don't care about it at all. But it was a, uh, a stifling moment in my life that mm. that I I decided to go back to as like a very bottom. And um and when I was thinking about this week, I went back to that, and I was like, you know what? Now that I think about it, the worst part of that night wasn't the fact that she was out probably fucking somebody else or that she was lying to me or anything like that. It was that I felt like somebody that was close to me was saying fuck you to me and was leaving me. You see what I'm saying? And and I and 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 my mind had I'm sure whatever was whatever could have happened. Yeah, that- but that wouldn't be an issue, I don't think. That yeah, it's a but, shitty thing, and I think anyone would be pissed about that. Uh, yeah, but I, I just uh, right, okay, Th- that makes me feel better. I don't know this, you know. I'm just bringing this up, you know. This is what, but but you disappearing this week bothered me in that same way. You see what I'm saying? Where I'm like, that makes me feel happy that I'm so important. Well, you're not because I fucking Aww, hate you. Shit. No, no, it's <laughs> you are important, but no, but I'm just saying, like, I don't know why I, I I have this weird thing. But I don't come from. I'm not a child from divorce of divorce or anything like that. Like I I you know my family's still. My parents are fucking. You know, been married for forty fucking years. Like on paper, I've had like this great childhood. <laughs> on paper. <laughs> and uh, it, but I still think I have these fucking issues. I don't know. I'm just. I don't know why I'm even saying this. I mean, it's it's a good self diagnosis, but I I think that's just like saying you know. I think I have an issue with pain. You know what I mean? Of course, it's not a good thing. Who, you know what I mean? Who would feel good about being abandoned or not so much abandoned or? or I mean, just... abandoned's a, a giant word. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, or I... someone just blowing you off. Right. It, yeah. I think that that bothers me more than it should. You know, like, uh, and maybe that's the reason. I don't think there's anyone cool with it. I mean, I'm sure there's people that are just like, oh well, well, fuck that person. I'm gonna go do this now. You know, but. I don't think it, there's nothing abnormal about having a problem with that. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know. But but when I project that on people is what I'm talking about, you know, because w- that wasn't what was happening with you this this week, but but in my mind that's what was happening. Yeah, <laughs> you made this whole scenario. Yeah, and and I me eating chips watching TV. And I'm fucking Fuck and the show. The crazy thing is that I'm cognizant of it. Like I think of these things and and I react emotionally to them. You know, but I also in my mind say this is ridiculous. You know, this mm. is not the situation, and I go back and forth on it. I don't. Well, know. you know what? I was reading something about uh, you know children who are products of a broken home or divorce or whatever, and you know, I'm sure a lot of it is true, but I'm sure a lot of it it's almost like you know like fortune telling. You know, like this makes sense that a child from divorce would feel like this. You know what I mean? Like they're saying that, you know, if you're a child from divorce, you have, you know, you have trust issues 
with someone that you supposedly love because how could you not? Your parents split up. So why would you not think that your relationship is doomed from the get-go? Makes no sense. Uh Because whenever I'm in a relationship, I trust the shit out of that person until they give me a reason not to. Right. You know, I'm just like, you know... Things are going good. They're going to be good until you make them shitty. Right. I'm not like, oh no, what are they doing right now? You know what I mean? I don't right. have issues like that. And, and you are, and you are a child of a broken heart. Oh, as broke as it gets, man. I watched my dad leave when I was a kid. I watched a man, you know, I, I slept with one eye open and watched him pack a brown paper bag full of his clothes out of the hallway closet. And I was like, where are you going? And he's like, nowhere. And started hanging shit back up. And then the next day he was gone. You know, a couple days later, drove up on the curb drunk and told me he, like, loved me and gave me a toy and then I fucking got all upset about that. So I would have like super issues, but I don't I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Right. I, don't, I don't care. And it was, a, I, I would think at a very impression, impressionable moment in my life, I was four years old, you know what I mean? And I'm already an emotional mess to begin with. So imagine me four years old and all that shit on top of it. I, I really don't care. I feel like my life was better off without the dude. And as far as my relationships go now, I'm not going to base it on, uh, what a drunk dude from Brooklyn did to my mom. You know what I mean? Like, why would I? That's almost like ruining my life because of a negative aspect in my life that I'm trying to forget about. Right. Why am I going to give him that kind of influence on me? Right. You know what I mean? So I just think that's that whole, you know, a, a child from a broken home will love this way. It's 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 an entertaining read, and it makes a lot of sense. But it like it's almost like tarot cards, you know. It, they're gonna give you something that you're like, mm, interesting. It makes a lot of sense, you know. He was abandoned, so he's gonna be afraid of being abandoned or not trust uh, their his relationships because how could he, you know? It, yeah, I get that. It makes sense, but it's not the case. Well, uh, number one, I don't think that it's across the board one hundred percent. But number two, would do you think that it might be a different situation if your mother had been the one that left? Because you know, I do I do read up on psychology and, st- and stuff stuff like that, and uh, and the Freudian model I do like kind of subscribe to, like the whole mother thing, and you know, like uh, I just I, I just think that there's uh, it, like if it would have been your mother that left, you might have grown maybe because it was your father, but then also I mean it, like uh, and I don't know if this is overstepping boundaries or not, but like d- do you feel that you've maybe emulated your father's behavior in life? I know you've never left anybody, I, not in the way that I. I treat my relationships okay you know maybe in the way that i treat myself <laughs> you know it's self-destructive possibly but i mean if you want to compare the way i am to my girlfriends the way my father was to my mother there's no comparison whatsoever it's it almost has the opposite effect right you know it had the opposite effect with my older brother mm-hmm. which is 110 percent you know and I think it has the opposite effect on me. Maybe some things come out that I don't want to if I'm angry or upset or something. I, I have no basis of comparison. I don't really know that much about the dude, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, except, right. you know, the negative things. And I really don't remember much. I was kind of young. Uh-huh. But I would like to think that I don't. <laughs> Yeah, and mm-hmm. and how much of that is nature versus nurture anyway? Right. I mean, if, if, if like like people that have anger problems, uh, you know, like we have a friend who uh who has like extreme anger problems, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm talking me and you exclusively. You know who I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. Yeah. And his whole life has had extreme anger problems, and it's gotten him into a lot of trouble. Yeah. Um. And and where he comes from is that kind of like like uh his 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 parents i i'm not going to place blame on any specific one but have that same kind of anger problem in yeah. them you see what i'm saying of course. so and i always wondered my whole life was uh did that come from 
seeing that at an early age and and mimicking that behavior and thinking that that's the way to go or is that nature and the fact that that's just passed down is something like that could that possibly pass down through your dna you see what i'm saying psychologically anything like that i mean and i'm sure there's two camps that would argue either of those mm -hmm. you know i'm definitely a nurture believer more than a nature believer i think you know, no matter what's in your DNA, maybe a little bit will remain. But if you take me out of my family and, you know, put me in a Russian home, I'm going to be Russian. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's not, there's not going to, you know, besides my eyebrows, there's nothing going to be Italian about me. You right. know what I mean? Like, that's just, you know, it's like the whole raised by a pack of wolves thing. You're going to be a wolf. Right. You know, like, I'm a firm believer in that. But um, I also think that, Maybe there'd be more of my father and me if he was around more, you know, because in the four short years that he was around, if you want to call it that, mm-hmm. he wasn't really. Right. So how much of him could have rubbed off on me in those short stays, you know? Yeah. So I think maybe, you know, I, there's no chance of that. Well, I, I think a lot of that, though, is is um, a, a lot of the things, and I know a lot of the things that Freud talks about is like, is is uh, even when you're before you could even remember, you know what I mean? So so like the things that you witness when you're very young, when you're like a baby and a child mm-hmm. that, you know, not maybe not when you're four years old that you kind of might have some cognizant, uh, you know, uh, memory of like kind of like the, the subconscious things that you just kind of pick up from the only people, the people that are there that are actually keeping you alive at that point, people that you're dependent on, you know, who knows how much a baby actually absorbs. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that kind of thing. Yeah. And, and I, I, don't, I don't have any answers. I have no idea. Yeah. You and know? I couldn't even tell you how much he actually was around before my memories kicked in. Right. You know, but I do remember bits here and there. They, they weren't fond memories. Definitely more, you know, on the, the non-fond side <laughs> than non-fond side. But... Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, well, anyway, I guess to bring this back to what I was saying is like, I don't understand where that would come from with me because I don't have that. If yeah. any, if we're talking in that general sense um, of of your formative years and, and the family that you grew up in, I could not have grown up in a more supporting family. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, there has never been any conflict. I mean, obviously, we, we get into our yearly Christmas fight where we all scream at each other and, you know, me and my brother have... have punched each other before and shit you know regular shit like that but as yeah. far as like broken homes and everything go that doesn't come from that but i think i still some somewhere at least placate these the this energy of uh and and but i don't i don't know if that maybe comes from you know because like like uh like uh, so you're talking about relationships right let's say do you think that that the mother son relationship or or the relationships that you're witness to at an early age um, more, more change the way that you feel about things, or is it what you've gone through in your life already? Because for me, if you want to talk about relationships, you know, like I've definitely been um, the lever and the and the heartbreaker and stuff in my lifetime. But there's also been like uh, a, a couple relationships uh, that that I was that I was very hurt by. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So and now I and even even this last relationship, I wasn't so much hurt by it because deep down inside I knew it wasn't going to work. Mm-hmm. But um, but the, but there was there's now I think as I'm getting I'm revving back up to maybe meet somebody again. You see what I'm saying? Like to mm-hmm. to actually put myself out to the point where we're not going to just fuck. We're going to actually hang out and go to the movies or something. You see what I'm saying? So, um, so, uh, 
I, and but I I I realized as this has become cognizant to me that I, this is something that I might want again now. I'm I'm been looking at women that I've been like talking to or 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 even maybe even just uh, ha- like notice someplace and think maybe I might want to like talk to this person and I've been seeing them as flakes. Like I've just been seeing everybody. Like, do I even want to get wrapped up with this chick because she's gonna end up being a fucking flake? She's gonna end up fucking lying. Well, she's you gotta gonna... take a chance. I, I, I know, know exactly what right. you're saying. I could totally relate, 100. percent You know, being that you know, I've dated into my mid 30s, never really, you know, thought about proposing to somebody. Yeah, you know, trying to stay single as long as possible. But I, I think everybody, it's your. I think it's your own choice. Whether or not you leave a relationship and make it a learning experience. Yeah. Because I totally do. You know, I, I'm, even though there's some relationships that were more important than others, but I always walk away with something new that's going to make me a better boyfriend to the next girl. Right. And it's always, it usually has to do with myself. I learned something about myself that I like to correct. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's not giving a shit about, you know, their past. You know, I'm, I'm going to not criticize their past so much. You know what I mean? Right. Because that's always been a thing of mine. You know what I mean? You like blew talked about 20 before. dudes like that yeah, shit. Yeah, you know, like yeah. whatever. You know, I've realized now in my old age, older age, that I'll take a more experienced girl over a non-experienced girl any day because they make better girlfriends. They, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they've been through shit. They've been through relationships. And they've also learned. Right. You know, if you get a girl that doesn't learn, she's going to be jealous. She's going to be crazy. She's going to want you there all the time. You get a girl that's been around the block. She knows you don't want her crawling up your ass all the time, you know, right. and she's going to be a good girlfriend. Right. No, I get I that. I think. Yeah, no, I get that. But that's what I'm at. Is it just – and it might be like my – that's another thing that I work on because I've always my whole life had a kind of defeatist attitude. And maybe that's where the abandonment thing comes from where like I always just – and I don't want to, but I always just assume the worst. You know, I just – like I, I assume that when I meet people that they're not going to like me. I assume that that uh, that like if I haven't talked to somebody in a while that they, they that they're mad at me for a reason, you know, like all these weird, it's a little things. extreme. Yeah, no, I know, I, and know, I recognize. I mean, it. I always kind of take the wor- the worst out of things, and I always get shit for it from my girl because I'm not thinking positive, which is just the hippie side of her. But I well, I, let I, me say though, positivity. I know something that I've really been working on and it has an effect on what you do. I know that, but there's certain things where you could just expect the worst because you know that there's a chance that something good's going to happen. And when it does, I rather have the satisfaction of yippee that happened instead of being like, I fucking knew that was going to happen. You know what I mean? I'm just creating a little fanfare for myself. Right. (laughs) That's all. I guess if, if you've seen, like if you've gone into dating and I didn't even mean to put this into a dating thing, but I guess that that works the best in the, in this context. But I guess if you're one of these people like us who who've been now dating their your whole life, you know, like uh, who hasn't gotten married, like I'm I'm single, you know, you're you have a girlfriend, but whatever, you know, but like uh, people like us, if there's been this track record of of the way that relationships maybe have worked, and maybe a lot of it hasn't been your fault, or at least you're not willing to see it as your fault, mm-hmm. like at what point do you just all of a sudden just kind of put that on anybody you see what i'm saying like is that so like it like if if a girl if if, gir- if girls that you've been in love with and thought that they might be the one have eventually after a certain amount of time just flaked out and gotten weird or cheated or left or whatever it may be you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. um and and that happens over and over and over again at what point do you not just think to yourself okay 
all women are going to do that. There's not one woman out there that's actually going to be, you know, loyal or, you know, shit like that. It's kind of like the, it's kind of like if you're a fucking cop, like, let's just say you're, I don't, I couldn't imagine what a cop would be like. Yeah. And I definitely wouldn't imagine because if I was a cop, I'd just blow my brains out. But fucking, <laughs> um, uh, like I, I could imagine that there, there maybe have been cops that like went into it like a nice positive guy. Mm-hmm. And then you have to deal with the fucking dregs of humanity for 25, 30 years at the end of that, I can understand why police officers might have a bad mm-hmm. opinion about people as their first opinion. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So at what point in a whole, let's say, career of dating – and I'm not, I'm not saying that this is my thing because I literally uh, – there's only been two relationships where where the girl I, – I feel the girl has wronged me out of many relationships, you know. But but I'm just, I'm just saying like at what point do you just become that person where you're like, okay, well – yeah, this girl's cool and I'm enjoying hanging out with her and having sex with her, but I know sooner or later she's going to fuck me over. And I think a lot of, and I think women, you know, this goes for women too, same thing with yeah, guys. And I'm yeah. sure women get fucked over by guys much right, more than girls, yeah, it, right? more so, yeah. So like at what point, I guess what I'm saying is at what point are we just all bro- walking around broken people, Yeah, you know, looking at other broken people, you know, and I think that that's what fucking happens. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to live in that world. I I think it happens more if you, you know, it's almost like the same thing about positive vibes. I think it happens more if you let it happen. If you're going to sit there and, you know, base all your past, you're going to judge everyone based on your past experiences, based on complete strangers that have nothing to do with that person, you might just, you know, get that result. Yeah. You know, no, and that's a very like good point. self fulfilling prophecy. It's a very good point. Know? Right. If you feel like something's going to fail going into it. And that's something that I work on. Like, I don't. I try not to feel that way. I try to be as positive po- you know, as possible. You know, because then you're giving this girl almost like feeding her negativity. Right. Not because she deserves it in a way, almost because you just labeled her from the jump. And right. you're just going to treat her like that, and then she's just going to bounce. Yeah, know? right, right. No, it's true. Yeah, and I, I think that that does happen. But it's like when you're out there, and you're fucking, and you're like trying to start, like you're trying to date, or you're, you know, you're casually having sex or whatever it is, and you might feel like you're just like, oh, okay, like this one person might be worth spending my time with. And then in the back of your head, you have this thing like, why even bother? You're just going to get fucked over. You see what I'm saying? Like. I think a lot of people walk around with that. You yeah, know? I'm sure a lot of people do. But the negativity thing, I think, it is, and that is in, in this year that I've taken off, um, and I've really been working on myself. I, that is one of the main things that I've worked on because I, if I look back in the last 35 years of my life, well, let's say 34 less this last year, um, I, I think if I had to, I would kind of place myself in a more. I, I would if I had to say right now solidly if i was a negative or a positive person i would say that i was a negative person yeah you always were pretty negative yeah and it, it's not i it's not that you would approach things negatively it's almost that like if something negative happened instead of uh either making it better or being like oh fuck that shit you kind of would be like oh well you yeah. know what i mean like right. shit happens and that's what i'm gonna take you know what i mean yeah yeah i have a i've, I've always had a very nihilist a point of view on life and and i'm and trying to change that yeah you, you, know? ha- you have yeah and i don't I, want you to go back because you're turning 36 no no and it, yeah again it has <laughs> nothing know, to do with the age it's just you know it's and again but you know and there's also i don't know even why i'm fucking bringing this all up i i, I wanted to spend this whole episode yelling at you for what <laughs> a dick you, did you, you did enough come on i can't always be about my fucking shit um yeah you're, i guess you're right but uh but there is i think there is this this uh this like uh this cosmic loneliness i've been feeling recently too where it's just like it's kind of feel like i'm fucking floating and 
And although, and I look at my life and believe me, I know that I, I have a good life as far as like, I have like the greatest group of friends ever, you know, like I'm, sh- I'm sure there's tons of people that would kill for the amount of, of people that I consider close friends that I talk to and hang out with and have spent years of my life with, you know, um, and, and I have a loving family that's still intact, that are still around. I have a beautiful niece. Um, I have a bunch of creative outlets. I get to do this twice a week with one of my best friends. Like all, all this shit, I get it. I see, I see it. I, I, I envision it, and I try to look at my life from another, from another point of view with somebody with like less than. And I, and and, but then still, I'll, I'll sit there and I will feel like fucking lonely and useless. Well, I mean, again, there, there might not. I mean, lonely and useless is a little harsh. Right. But there's nothing wrong with wanting to keep improving mm-hmm. and making things better. I mean, yeah, you just named a bunch of things that people would kill for. That's awesome. But there's nothing wrong with wanting to make things better. And no, right. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Totally. Like, of course. And I mean, that's life. You you want to just keep moving. You know. And, and to say lonely, you know, it it makes sense only because you've been a girlfriend dude your whole life. So you uh-huh. just you spent the majority of your years laying next to somebody in bed. You right. know what I mean? Like right. it's almost like you roll over and like you go to put your arm around somebody and they're not there. Of course you're going to feel lonely. You yeah. Know? Like shit. Like I'll feel lonely if I go home to sleep one night without my girlfriend. I'll be like upset. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just natural. It's like human, you know, it tells you that you're a normal person. Right. But no, yeah, right. Well, I wasn't even saying lonely in a relationship kind of thing, but I, but I, I see what you're saying. And I, I'm sure that that does factor into it, you know, but, but also like there's, I could, you know, the, the whole relationship thing is, is been my doing, you know, like, you know, there's, there's girls that I've, I've been, you know, I've seen and, and stuff like that, that I probably, if I, if I was so desperate for that companionship, in the last year that I could have turned into something. You know right, what I'm but saying? You know better. We, we just talked about it. You know better at this point. You're not going to just scoop up a random flake. Right. You're going to want somebody that you know you're not wasting your time with. Right. You know? No, I get, I get it. That and does take work and attentiveness. Yeah. You know? And this all falls into this existential <laughs> vortex that I've just been spiraling down. Yeah, yeah. Um, this this week, and, and I I don't know, you know, and and I wasn't trying to bring the show down with talking about that. No, it's whatever. Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is our serious. Show. And I I know I always talk about this book, and it's been like a fucking stigma that comes back to me and haunts me every fucking couple of years. But now, since we just talked about this right now, now you have you got to read the Magus. <laughs> oh, you've been saying this since we were children. Yeah. Well, explain this now to it, the people. Man, it's it, it, it's so confusing because it's an existential novel. So it's really confusing. Uh, the best way I could describe it is take the movie The Game by Michael Douglas mm-hmm. and mix it in with, you know what? Just picture The Game by Michael Douglas. <laughs> I didn't like The Game that much. It, right, but the book is, it's different. It's... Uh, uh, I, I I could break it down. I give you a book report right now. No, you don't have to do that. Let's just say like. I, but what subjects does it tackle? Let's say. Well, this dude, his life is lacking. He broke up with his girl. He's unsatisfied with his job. You know what I mean? It uh-huh. fits the model. Sure. So he, you know, takes this chance and travels overseas uh-huh. to do this thing in Greece. Meets this Renaissance man who's an artist and a writer and a scientist and a blah. And they have their conversations about life and they talk about life and then. He falls in love with this girl that, you know, fulfills all these needs that were never fulfilled by a woman before. But then he falls in love with this other girl that takes care of all the other crap. You know what I mean? And then all these things start happening to him. And, uh, 
you know, it's it's really fulfilling his life and things are getting really almost not out of control, but a lot for him to handle. But then again, it's all the things he's always wanted uh-huh. and all these things are occurring and, and not in your natural way. And they're occurring and occurring and occurring. And then it turns out to be this guy that he met who's so smart. It was a big fucking like, uh, I don't want to ruin the ending, but I got to tell uh, yeah, you. Yeah, he just ruined it. Was, it. it was yeah, a big it's, experiment. It's, okay. You know, so he, these are all actors and shit just to, you know, to see. So basically, what, uh, uh, is it the fact that uh, he was trying to show him like that, that sometimes the, what you wish for may not be what what you really want um i don't re- i read this book i would say in 98 99 uh-huh. that was the last time i read it um it's it's really like it's it's almost written in a poetic way in uh-huh. verses it's just so awesome yeah. okay i'll um, check it out the may goose is what the it's May-Goose called by john fowles yeah okay i've never heard of it but i'll read it it's really i good. read as soon as i'm done with fucking uh Infinite Jest, which I've been struggling through for fucking months now. Well, as soon as I'm done with that, it, I'll... it flows too. It's like five, six hundred pages, and it just flows. Yeah, and, you know. Okay. Like, yeah, you I'll check it out. It. That you know, that's uh, look. I'm always looking for. Th- I'm always looking for literature that that will that'll better help me in my in my cause. You know what? It did. It, I was only eighteen, nineteen at the time, but it um, it, I of course you relate a book to your life. You know, it's almost like anything in entertainment, you, you know, music, whatever you relate to your life. But I always felt like that the book like fit the model of my life at the time in mm-hmm. many different ways. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I kind of lost my shit for a minute over it because I couldn't believe how much it was affecting me. This book, like I would leave parties to go home and read. That's how fucked up this was. <laughs> but uh and man, this book—it's incredible, and I'm—I'm I'm surprised that it doesn't get more attention. Oh, well, maybe it does. I don't know. I will have to read it. I will read it. That, uh, really will. good. Whoa! That time already. Another Tuesday. So, um, I have your word here. I'll be here Friday. You will be here Friday. Maybe. And it, I still not funny. <laughs> and if um, as long as your ice tastes like jalapeno poppers, I'll be here every day. Is <laughs> if um. You're not gonna make it any henceforward, anytime now. If there is a problem, I'll you will you, you will find a way. I'll send you to a get meme. in touch with me. A meme. There is a million different ways. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Awkward High Five Podcast. We apologize for not being around on Friday, um, but uh, we will be here this Friday. Yeah, we will with the Silly Friday Show. Where uh-huh. We get funny. Um, I guess people are just listening to that Biggie show now because I, 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 I even today I got a few uh, messages. There's me like that Biggie show is hilarious. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, anyway, go to Twitter and follow us awkward hi five on Twitter. Uh, email us at awkward high five podcast at Gmail. Like us on Facebook and leave a review on iTunes because once we have a hundred, we're gonna throw a party. And Richie may or may not drink a fish, even though he's gonna drink a fish. I promise it. Um, anyway, yeah, we'll see you in future days. Surrounded by seeds, I'm lost in the trees. My thirst and hunger seem to increase. Thanks for listening to the Awkward High Five Podcast. For more episodes, visit awkwardhighfive.com.